0: Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 183 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me a favor, subscribe in your favor, and leave a positive review if you like the show. Xboxin10.com no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at xboxand 10 to start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Evil West, and the games coming out this week include Speed Gunner Ultra, The Night Witch, Soccer Story, Gundam Evolution, Astronaite, Megalon 11 Until the Last Plane, Sword of the Vagrant, Warp Drive, New Joe and Mech, Caveman Ninja, The Callisto Protocol, and Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have 7 to cover this week. Number 1. Xbox expects the next generation of consoles in 2028, quote, at the very earliest, end quote. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, The UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, recently published both Microsoft and Sony's responses to the CMA's issue statements surrounding Microsoft's proposed $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. In Microsoft's filing, it has been revealed that the console maker believes the next generation of consoles will arrive in 2028, quote, at the very earliest, end quote. The CMA is concerned that if the acquisition was to go through, Microsoft could gain an unfair advantage over Sony if Microsoft was to make Call of Duty an exclusive to the Xbox platform, and that the impact, quote, on Sony may be particularly strong at the launch of the next generation of consoles when both new and existing users decide which console to buy, end quote. In response, Microsoft said, quote, the parties do not dispute that some portion of gamers are likely to reassess their console ownership at the start of a new generation, but they also note that this is an event that only occurs approximately every eight years, Indeed, the next new generation of consoles are not expected to be released before the fall of 2028 at the very earliest, end quote. If this is indeed the case, the Xbox Series X and S and PS5 generation will last for eight years, one year longer than the previous Xbox One, PS4 generation of consoles. In that time, however, we could still see some console refreshers like we did with the Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. This isn't surprising, but very early confirmation at best, and we won't see a new generation of consoles until easily 2029 or even 2030, which is crazy to think about, but we will certainly get a mid-generation upgrade a la Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, with a lot of rumors suggesting that we could see that in the next 2-3 to three years. Number 2. Report the FTC might try to block Xbox's Activision Blizzard acquisition. Zachary Body at Windows Central writes, What you need to know, the four main bullet points of this story are as followed. The United States Federal Trade Commission or FTC is currently investigating Microsoft's $69 billion acquisition of games publisher Activision Blizzard. According to a new report, sources familiar with the investigation suggest an antitrust lawsuit isn't an impossibility. The FTC commissioners have yet to vote or even to meet with lawyers from Microsoft or Activision Blizzard to discuss concessions, however. If an antitrust lawsuit is eventually filed, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard's deal could be threatened. I just wanted to hit the main beats of this story as we continue to report on it week in and week out. It is becoming exhausting. Time will tell if this deal will go through. This one is obviously a big concern for it, but my gut is still telling me that we will see them be acquired early next year. Number three. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 hits huge player milestone in just five days. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, As per the Call of Duty Twitter account, 25 million players have played Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 in the first 5 days after its free-to-play release on November 16th. The original Call of Duty Warzone saw over 15 million players in the first 4 days, and over 30 million in its first 10, so it appears Warzone 2.0 is on track to smash previous records set by the original game. However, it should be noted that the original Warzone, renamed Warzone Caldera, has been taken offline until November 28th, so players currently only have the sequel available to them. Since Warzone 2.0's launch, we've seen a huge jump in number of players for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which the Battle Royale is attached to, in our Xbox gameplay chart data. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 occupies first place in our chart, and with the launch of Warzone 2.0, Modern Warfare 2 now has almost tripled the player count of Fortnite in second, suggesting that it may remain at the top for some time. We had to highlight this, Warzone 2.0 is awesome. I'm actually really enjoying my time with it, it's a breath of fresh air from the first game, it's different enough, but I still like everything in it. And this game is not going anywhere. Call of Duty, year in and year out, refuses to let up. Number 4, Rainbow Six Siege Crossplay and Cross Progression finally coming to console in December. Anthony Wood at IGN writes, Crossplay and Cross Progression are coming to Rainbow Six Siege on December 6 as part of the upcoming season Operation Solar Raid, which also brings a new map, operator, and more. As reported by Eurogamer, Rainbow Six Siege, PlayStation, and Xbox gamers will automatically match make together and should benefit from lower wait times as a result but the setting can also be turned off if a player wishes. PC and streaming platforms, such as Luna, will be kept in a separate matchmaking pool, and Ubisoft currently has no intention of merging the two. Players can invite friends through both PlayStation and Xbox platforms, as well as through the Ubisoft Connect overlay. Voice communications will also work in the new console cross-play system, assuming voice comms are enabled, and of course, you're on the same team. Had to highlight this as I personally don't like Rainbow Six Siege, but it's no doubt one of the best examples of a good live service game that had a consistent player base for years and years now. Number 5. New Alien A Survival Horror Game in Development, report. Sean Carrier True Achievements writes, According to a report from Insider Gaming, a new survival horror game based on the classic sci-fi franchise Alien is currently in development for current-gen consoles with a A budget. Insider Gaming claims that the Alien game, which is different from the Alien game Survios, which is in development, has been codenamed, quote, Marathon, end quote, and that is down for a tentative holiday 2023 release, Insider Gaming was unable to verify the developer behind the project, but says the game is a survival horror title that will apparently take inspiration from other games in the genre, such as Resident Evil and Dead Space. In addition to Marathon, Insider Gaming sources say that the sequel to Alien Isolation is also currently either in development or in the process of being pitched. So obviously, this is rumor, this is report, so we'll take all this with a grain of salt, but this is cool as I love survival horror, but my one shame is that I've never seen the Alien movie. Let's see what this is all about as we're going to get so much AAA horror starting with Callisto Protocol this week and then early next year. Number 6, Ubisoft PC games returning to Steam starting with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. George Yang at IGN writes, Ubisoft PC games are starting to come back to Steam next month. On December 6th, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Anno 1800, and Roller Champions will be available on the PC storefront. The Ubisoft representative wrote in a statement to Eurogamer, We're constantly evaluating how to bring our games to different audiences wherever they are providing a consistent player ecosystem through Ubisoft Connect. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ano 1800, and Roller Champions are among the Ubisoft titles that will be releasing on Steam. Ubisoft stopped putting its PC games on Steam back in 2019 in favor of placing them on its own PC launcher as well as the Epic Games Store. Some of Ubisoft's latest releases on Steam were Trials Rising, Far Cry New Dawn, and Starlink Battle for Atlas. As Steam is the GOAT of PC storefronts, I wanted to include this this week for all those Ubisoft gamers out there that don't want to use that awful Ubisoft Connect platform. And number 7, the fun one. The Xbox 360's white gamepad is coming back for modern systems. Oh, and that's good at Polygon, right? The Xbox 360's original white controller, which launched with the console, oh dear heavens now 17 years ago to this very day, will return to life as an Xbox Series X and S peripheral thanks to Hyperkin. The peripheral maker is behind the fat and fabulous Duke reboot for modern hardware called the Xenon for the Xbox 360's first development codename. The throwback gamepad comes in four colors, pink, red, and the classic white, and re-release black familiar to most. The Xenon may be used with any Xbox One, Series X, S, or Windows PC. Pricing and availability were not mentioned in the Tuesday announcement. If you have that nostalgia, if you love the feel of that gamepad, you gotta check this out. I love that they're doing this and bringing back all these retro peripherals to modern consoles. However, I can't buy any of them because I just cannot use anything other than my Series 2 Elite controller. Spoiled with those back paddles, there's just no going back. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is a little tidbit about Fable. Credit to Ryan Leston at IGN. Fable co-creator says he ripped off Devil May Cry to create the Xbox's RPG's world. The original Fable could have been entirely different before co-creator Dean Carter turned to an unlikely source of inspiration, Devil May Cry. Quote, when you're feeling lost, steal it, end quote, he said via Twitter. Quote, we're 100% rip it off from another game, end quote. Of course, Fable doesn't do that, at least not in the way you're thinking. The themes, ideas, and story of the 2004 RPG are entirely different from Devil May Cry, but the game's creator revealed that it almost spiraled out of control until he turned to DMC for an idea about the game's scope. Quote, how did the world of Fable become that size? Because I played Devil May Cry and noticed that the world was something like 82 zones, end quote, he explained. Quote, it didn't seem excessive. It reused and recontextualized areas. It worked for a relatively short but high quality game, end quote. Carter goes on to explain how that helped. Essentially, he copied the way DMC used these zones in order to map out the world of Albion. Quote, I literally counted the number of zones, the size of the zones, and the average time spent in the zones, and used that to block out the entire world of Albion, end quote. He said, quote, at the time, we were spiraling out of control, convinced we had to make something big, whatever that meant, end quote. I love learning these little tidbits of Xbox trivia and history, and what inspirations created some of the best games on the platform. If you're a Fable fan, maybe you also like Devil May Cry and you didn't realize there was a connection. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your wiki source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friend, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I've only been playing two games, but I've played a lot of both. First on PC, Warzone 2.0. As I said earlier, it is excellent. Love playing that game with my friends. And as of today, I have beat God of War Ragnarok. What a commitment to excellence that game is. And my God, do we need games like this on our platform. Xbox, you need to deliver with the first party. Sony is just continuing to deliver heavy hitter after heavy hitter. My name is Burn Rose, you can follow me on Xbox at Bros at 93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.